tell me everything you know about Jesus. Um, he wasn't white. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Let's topical. See. I want to see if you can get to five facts. Okay. Uh, he lived in probably what is, like, modern-day Israel, is my understanding. Probably. Probably. Possibly whipped some people. And... I'm not sure I could give you that one, <laughs> but I'll take it. And he died on the cross. Nice. Was that hard for you? It was a challenge. It was like walking up a moderate flight of stairs. Not walking across water, though. No, not quite that hard. Is that something Jesus did? Uh, I'm kidding. I know that. I know that he did that. You're an atheist. Yes. And I'm probably an atheist. I would describe you as more of an agnostic, actually, and I'm kind of surprised to hear you self-identify as an atheist. Well, I would self-identify as an atheist because, for me, it's like, do you believe in God or do you not believe in God? And it's like, I don't believe in God, but I'm very open to the possibility. But I can't believe, like, I'm searching for God because I don't know if he's there. And if I don't know, then I can't believe, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. It seems a lot more honest for me to say atheist than agnostic, but I'm I'm an atheist who's really searching. Yeah. You're just a fucking atheist. You're you're an unwilling atheist. I, I've given God so many opportunities, <laughs> and he keeps showing me things I don't want. <laughs> but you are just an atheist. Yes, you I You have am. no desire to have religion. Not really. Um, I mean, it's the kind of thing where I acknowledge that maybe there is some kind of higher cosmic power, but I don't think that... I don't believe in any organized religion, and I don't mm. think that any kind of higher power has... It's it's the kind of thing where it doesn't really affect me, in my, mm. in my opinion. You know, where it's like, well, I'm just going to live the best life that I can, and if there is some kind of entity or some some form of cosmic whatever then cool is, would... the, is this the best life you can shut the fuck up sarah <laughs> whatever happened to some whatever happened to some christian charity huh i'm not christian well you you've been to church more than once so i think that you it's should it's true i have recently started attending church in the hopes of something like being less of a dick maybe <laughs> no i don't think that's i think i'm fine that's not on the table that's not on the table uh yeah uh i don't know whether or not i want religion which is, i realize is a crazy thing to say for someone who's literally has 30 books actively checked out from the library right now all on religion and also who plans on attending multiple religious services over the coming months yes as someone who's going to attend a lot of religious stuff um I just don't understand how people can ever believe that their religion is the right one. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be a lot easier for me to believe in God than religion. Yeah, well, I think that we've kind of touched on that before in the sense that, like, if you are raised in a certain religion, then it's the belief is sort of natural and inherent because that's always been what you've believed, and it's, like, a part of your identity. But not being raised in a religious family, it's just kind of like, oh, so there's, it's like, you're just standing, it's like that scene in the Hurt Locker, you're just standing in front of all these boxes of cereal, only the boxes of cereal are God, and you're like, which one? Which one has hell? <laughs> which one has the collectible hell? You want hell? Is that a crucial factor in your religion? You're like, I definitely want there to be a bad place. <laughs> I want the stakes to be high. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I've literally thought, is it wrong to go into a, I shouldn't, probably go into looking for a religion the way one would go in looking for a new car like here are the features it must have but on the other hand how else would you start so no i don't want, i want no hell mm -hmm. uh i want a god that seems no like he loves to... me 
Please don't ever quote that song again. Also, I don't think I even quoted it. No, right. you didn't. You didn't even do the tune correctly. So, so really, this was a failure from top to bottom. But we are not going to get sued by anyone. Yeah. So who knows what I was trying to quote? <laughs> not me. I don't even remember the song. I want a bunch of nice people who aren't homophobic or sexist or freaks about abortion. High bar, man. High fucking bar. And by freaks about abortion, I mean they hate it. I'm pro-choice. Uh, and makes me feel big things in my heart. Hmm. Well, good luck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a process. Um... But I really, I don't know, I've always really thought, as someone on the outside of the faith community, like, looking in and being like, church potlucks seem nice. Uh, like, the idea of people visiting you in the hospital when you're sick, or, like, being like, oh, I've got 30 people who are gonna come, you know, honestly, even pray for me, even though I don't believe prayer does anything. I'm sorry, my heartbeat literally just increased in anxiety about the thought of 30 people fucking visiting me in the hospital simultaneously. God. Oh, no, please. <laughs> Is it is it the people or the fact that you have willingly or unwillingly succumbed to medical care? It's unwilling, and it's also the people. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did, did you... Your family is religious. Sort of, yeah. Sort of. Um, so basically, most of my family are Quakers, mm -hmm. which I don't know a super a lot about. That, like, I don't have a lot of the details, but basically, I know that we're, uh, pretty cool. Uh, or rather, they're pretty cool. Hey, can um, you give me five facts about Quakers? Uh, they're really cool. They're very cool. No, um, I'm pretty sure, and this, I might literally be talking out of my ass, but I heard that they were called Quakers because the people, like, back in the old days would get so, like, emotional mm -hmm. that they would literally, like, I know there were Quakers and Shakers, and I can't remember the difference between the two. I think the Shakers shook... And the Quakers were like, quake before God. But I have, hmm. don't quote me on that. I don't well, know. we're recording this in a medium don't that can quote be replayed me. as often as possible, so. Don't ever fucking tell me what I said. But yeah, Quakers are nonviolent. They're, um, one interesting thing, because mom has recently started going back to Quaker meeting, mm -hmm. um, where she just kind of stopped going for a bit. Um, but she started going again, and one of the things that she's talking about is how so much of that philosophy is based on social and political activism, and mm -hmm. about how it is about, like, what change, what positive change can you make in the world? Um, and so, for what a Quaker meeting is, and again, I have never been to one, uh, but you're basically just sitting in silence for an hour, and if you are moved to speak, you can stand up and speak. Um, but it is mostly about silent contemplation and connection with God. Uh, so there's no, in, in the tr sort of, I guess, traditional Quaker tradition, there's no, like, priest or mm -hmm. whatever the other versions of that are. Um, Dude, church hierarchy? I've tried to learn it myself. I don't know. Bonkers. It's like Game of Thrones. Um, probably less incest, but... Well, we can't, well, I mean, fucking Italy. <laughs> Italy had a rough run there for a while. <laughs> But, so, that's my sort of family background on religion, and, you know, my, I, I've literally never been to any religious service, and, you know, both my parents, like, I identified as Quakers, but we're not super active with it. The other side, other side of my family is pretty active, though. Um, so that's me. Uh, what about you and your sort of family history of religion, your background? Well, I was raised atheist, um, which, by, by a mother who is adamantly atheist. Like, I had to tell her to, like, every time I mentioned something about God, she would say something and be like, I, I get it, you're an atheist. 
We know. Uh, she gets mad at fortune telling. She's like atheist. Uh, I didn't know that actually. Oh my god! You should ask mom sometime about like fortune telling or tarot card reading or anything that like. What if I just brought a tarot deck? Because I've wanted to get one for a while just because they seem fun. What if I just brought it and in in her presence started trying to read your fortune? What would she do? I think you could literally watch her get mad. <laughs> She, and it's not, it's not like, again, it's not like the Christian, like, you're summoning demons. It's just like, she's like, there's no basis for this. There's nothing. I'd be like, um, actually, the uh, death card inverted says that you're wrong about that, so. <laughs> uh, says I'm gonna murder your daughter. Um, and my dad, as I forgot my other parents' <laughs> title, my dad went to Catholic school as a kid, and now is not a Catholic, which seems to be the usual trajectory. Funny how that works out. <laughs> he is an atheist as well. Um, he, but he's interested in the history of religion. So a lot of the books I picked, or he went through, he's gone through like a lot of cycles of interest: gardening, opera, kayaking, uh, kayaking, rock making collecting collages from photocopies of comic books. He goes through a lot of interests. Uh, one of Your them, dad is so weird. He's a goober. Uh, they're both just goobers. Um, just a bunch of nerd-ass goobers who don't believe in God. Um, my family- I, I meant weird in a positive sense. I know, I know. Dog, in case you're listening. Dog, I respect you. <laughs> dad, I love you so much. Um, yeah, um, my grandmother is Catholic and still go- and goes to church. Um, I don't really know about my extended family, and I know my grandmother on my mother's side, she converted to Catholicism, but when I was talking to mom about it, like, was she a believer? Mom was like, she was a convenience person. She taught mom how to pray, because her mom, my grandmother was Buddhist when I was, when, for most of her life until she converted to Catholicism. And she taught mom how to pray when she was younger, with basically paraphrased, being like, this is how you pray to get what you want. <laughs> and then converted- That doesn't seem very Buddhist. <laughs> it was a war zone, Amelia. You do what you have to do. Um... And then later in her, towards the end of her life, she converted to Catholicism. And my grandfather was, was buried at Arlington Cemetery, um, with a Catholic priest. I mean, a Catholic priest was the one administering him. The Catholic <laughs> priest was not interred <laughs> with him. Please, like, no, like please. the Viking funeral. Or the end. <laughs> uh, and that was literally how I found out that grandpa was Catholic. Hmm. So it's not a super big thing, but I've always been really interested in religion for a long time. Um... There's the classy start and the non-classy start, neither one of which are sterling examples of uh, religious education. The uh, classier one is I, I was like 10 years old and I said, mom said something about Cain and Abel and I said, what's, Ca- what's Cain and Abel? And she immediately was like, I've erred in raising this child because religion ain't true, but there's a lot of stories from it you need to know. So she gave me a book of Bible stories, and I was like, death, death, murder, death, God. Huh, interesting. And for me, I was really into mythology, so there was, like, no difference, it seemed like, between this, between Greek mythology and Christian mythology. It was all just, like, cool things gods did. Um, but there's the trashier origin, which is, uh... I think I know where this is going, and I really, I'm just so excited. Let me just buckle in. If you've ever been a little gay kid, and you no longer want to watch Rent, because it's a bad musical, and we all know it's a bad musical, and we pretended it wasn't for a while there because we were sad and gay, but it's not a good musical, and you're like, what's the next gay musical I can enjoy? And then your mom is like, you want to watch Jesus Christ Superstar with me? (laughs) That's sort of roughly what the, uh, the mood was. 
I watched the 1973 movie, Jesus Christ Superstar. I watched it on repeat a lot. Uh, it's a fucking treasure. Uh, it, I, my dad, um, had the record of it, and he recorded the record to a CD, and I would just walk around listening to the CD. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my god. You didn't know me during my musical phase. I, my dad did the exact same thing with the musical episode of Buffy, so, but he didn't cut out the dialogue, because that would have been a lot of work. Yeah. So I just had a CD of all of the entire audio of the musical episode of Buffy, and I would also obsessively listen to that. Because you're still pretty obsessed with musicals, to the point where I'm now realizing that, like, what I'm experiencing is actually, is, like, it's like a meteor struck the earth, and that didn't happen to me. But I am, I am being hit with a tsunami wave. <laughs> You've never fucking seen a musical. I saw the musical episode of Buffy. I mean... So this, what's coming up in our fucking first, second, and third episode is gonna be a real treat for you. I'm dreading it. <laughs> so, um, here's the thing. I also, I've recently had a re- renaissance. I have, like, a fucking biannual, twice-a-year religious crisis in which I'm like, gotta find God, and then I don't do anything about it, except I think a lot. Um, but this most recent one was precipitated, and I can't stress this enough. The Exorcist TV show was not the, is not gonna be the reason I find God. If I convert, it is not because of the Exodus TV show. But isn't religion isn't part of religion being honest with yourself, Sarah? No. If Ben Daniels was literally the shepherd who guided you among his flock into the arms of our Lord, is that not something that you should be grateful for? God, I'm so fucking embarrassed. Okay, so Ben Daniels is the lead actor in the Exorcist TV show, which is not the reason I'm going to find God. Um, it's not. It's it's not going to convert me, but it. it, it it, it correlates with my interests. I liked religion before the TV show. This is very important. Um, and The TV show just gave it a nice pretty face for you to fixate on, so. You know I just love sad gay priests. You know I love that. I do know you love that. I literally, one time when Sarah was going to give me a ride somewhere, I opened the door of her car and a book fell out. And I was like, oh, what's this? And it was literally a book that just said, I think the title was Why Priests. Yeah. And I was like, of all the books to just randomly fall out of your car, Sarah, this one is appropriate. I know. It was that and then six Goosebump books. And God couldn't have done me a fucking solid, huh? Honestly, and also, like, a book on priests and then a bunch of Goosebumps books. That, that is kind of a microcosm of your personality in many ways. Listen, I just love ghouls and gays. And priests. And priests. And gods? There maybe. you go. Maybe. Oh, ghouls, gays, and gods. Yes! Alright, we're changing our podcast name. Fuck, Jesus, Pete's bad. Um, no, it's great. It's great. We love it. It's what, it's, it's, uh, Amelia's Quaker fucking Midwestern-ass family. Yeah. My, my uncle says Jesus Pete a lot as, like, a genuine curse, curse I guess. <laughs> Blessing? I don't know. So the point is, I recently also started attending church. And the reason I started recently attending church is because I also recently entered nursing school. And so I started having clinicals on Saturday. And clinicals are where you go into the hospital, you're basically thrown in, like, here's a patient, don't kill him. Um, And so I spent, I had my first clinical, and then the day after that, I woke up and I was just like, well, I've already done the scariest thing that can happen to me this week. So then I went to church. Might as well meet God. <laughs> Might as well meet God. Uh, and I sat down in the pews, and I literally, the instant I sat down, I started crying. I cried, like, that entire service. And 
No, say it. Say it. I see your fucking face. So when you weren't sure whether or not you were supposed to kiss the person sitting next to you, were you also sobbing at the time? Because this is an entire layer of context that you did not give me during that story. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, The program is very good about telling you when to stand up and sit down, but it's very vague on what greet each other with a sign of the Lord means. So I saw an older couple in front of me kiss. I was like, that's nice. And then I saw a man right next to me turn to me, and I thought, oh no, uh-oh, uh-oh, oh no. But I was going to do it. You were here for it. I was going to do Listen, there was going to be tongue. I was going gonna... to taste the tonsils of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, fucking in the mouth of a strange 45-year-old man. <laughs> Where are you going to often find God? <laughs> Point is, you shake hands. Which I know now, and thank God I didn't act upon my initial instinct. But yes, I was probably a little teary looking. I just got so emotional. I was just thinking about my patient and how he was suffering and like the, his quality of life and what was being done for him and not enough and what was, and his, you know, I, I, he seemed really bitter about life and his death and a lot of stuff going on. And I was just like, here is a room where people are just talking about what it means to be good to each other in a big divine sense and not just like ethics like you to me. But, like, something higher, like, like an obligation to the universe or God or the, like, entire, like, sense and order of creation that we have to be fucking decent to each other. Yeah. Maybe just, the sense of being decent to someone and then just, like, being decent, you know? Mm -hmm. The sense of, like, not only acting on that but also embodying it in yeah. your mind and soul. And your lips. And your, and your tongue. <laughs> so, uh, I've been going to church recently and uh recently i went for lent for ash wednesday and they asked what are you going to give up for lent and i thought oh i'll give up sugar and i thought no i don't really want to do that i don't really want to give up sugar and i thought well i'll give up coffee i'm like no i don't want to <laughs> give up coffee and i was like well i'm not fucking religious yet i'll give up sugar in my coffee which has been a sacrifice and by the way something i'm just realizing you know there's sugar in baileys right and you put baileys in, in tea, tea. In tea that seems like cheating to me I think that maybe you owe God an apology, Sarah. Shit. Shit, wait. Counter-argument, though. I was sad. I'm also joking, because, okay, here, and hear me out. Here's my argument. Here's how we're gonna get one over God. That's not the point of religion. <laughs> you put sugar in your coffee for a different reason than you put Baileys in your tea, right? This is serving a completely different function. This You're just doing this to get drunk. <laughs> so it's okay. Fine. It's fine. My Episcopalian friend was telling me um, that Sundays actually are, she was told that Sundays are exempt from Lent because Lent is 40 days long. And if you add up the, all the days of Lent, there's actually more than 40 days. So you have some freebie days. Oh my God. And, I didn't know that. That's funny. Well, and she will say when she was attending this sermon, her Catholic father, who was not Episcopalian, was sitting next to her being like, no, 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 that is not true. But maybe Episcopalians go a little fucking harder than Catholics. Mm. Or a little lighter. A little lighter, I think. Yeah, I, think I think the think... definition of, of Episcopalians are like, we're not Catholic, but we're pretty close. Yeah. I'm going to an Episcopalian church. Mm -hmm. I feel very fondly about it. And the Episcopalian church asked me what I'd give up for Lent. And I did say sugar in my coffee. And I did say reservations, which I was like, don't know what that means, but I'm going to try and do my damnedest. To you watch that Jim Carrey movie, Say Yes, or whatever, and you're just like, I'm gonna live my life by this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Yes Man. Ah. And I haven't seen it. 
I have not either. It's very important that no one think that I saw it. <laughs> Let alone decided to make it like an actual life change. <laughs> yes. But I said, in exchange, which I don't think is what you're supposed to do at Lent, but I did write it down. Yeah, I don't, think, paper I don't think the point of Lent is bargaining with God. Like, I'm not Christian yet. It's not a fucking barter system. Like, <laughs> yeah, boy, it's not. Because I made a lot of barters with God. Like, like lying in my bed in elementary school, being like, if it snows tomorrow, I'll be Jewish. And then there wouldn't be snow the next day. And I'll be like, next night, I'll be like, if it snows tomorrow, I'll be Catholic. <laughs> fucking nothing. Nothing. God's never, a, never, never. You, you were never actually converted into a religion by by God oral, giving oral me the goddamn with God. snow day I wanted. <laughs> yeah. God never gave me the snow day I wanted. Um, so maybe God owes me. Yeah. Fuck your Baileys. Uh, Let's put some more sugar in this. But in exchange, I said for trying to find God, I needed him to maybe give me a sign of his presence to try and make. If I am gonna, I am here and I am open minded, but. I'm also stubborn, so if you could give me a sign that you are listening to me and that you are interested, that you are there, and that you want me to find you. And then a couple days later, Christ, uh, a couple days later, I get the casting announcement for Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical that fucking kicked it all off, that uh, actor Ben Daniels is going to be in it playing Pontius Pilate, and I screamed so loud that the sun exploded and we all died, and this is a post-death thing. And all I could think is, like, this seems like God personally targeting me. You asked for a sign, Sarah, I know. and you received one. I'm genuinely terrified this is the sign. That is so hilarious, though, because it's like, I don't know, God was like, how can I best communicate to this simple bitch? <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> what I love is I had I've had other things that I could consider. Like the first time I went to church, it was it happened to be a day that they were holding prayers for the sick around the world, and you could go and ask for a personalized prayer. And I'm like, this is so like this is why I'm here. You know, this is what brought me here, and it's it coincides perfectly. And then like the sermon had like a five minute reference to Lord of the Rings, and I was like, fucking baller. That's also me. And then, like, I just flipped open the Bible at some point, and it was just, like, do a fucking really good passage that really well suited my needs. And I was like, that's good. But the thing that really made me think that maybe God is looking down at me with his big ol' fucking eye, like... Fucking eyes of T.J. Eckelberg or whatever. I don't think that was his first name. Who the fuck is that? It's from Great Gatsby. I don't think his first name was T.J. I think I totally... <laughs> I think I totally made that up. But I do think that F. Scott Fitzgerald owes me one because T.J. Eckelberg is an amazing name. And also, I'm going to have a child so that I can name him or her that. Fucking gender does not matter with that one. No. It's equally Whatever powerful. Uh, if Jesus was born today, his name would be T.J. Eckelberg. Yes. I think we can both agree. And, I think we can and both T.J. Agree. stands for? The Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say Thunderbird Jackson, but I like the Jesus better, actually. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that's my religious fucking theophany. You're, awake, you're awakening. That's my, yeah, that's... Wait one tiny little second then, Sarah. What you're saying is, is that your religious awakening was no, not no, brought no. to you from the exorcist, but was, in fact, brought no, to no, you no, no. both beginning and end by Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> 
The point is that we're going to watch Jesus Christ Superstar. We're going to watch the 1973 yeah, version. Wait, that is a thing that's going to happen. Which is a very, very good movie. Is it? Maybe not in quality, but in What else <laughs> is there? What else? What else can you ask for in a good movie? It's a good movie. Oh, is the quality good? No, but, you know, it's just a really, it's just a really powerful fucking film of, like, what kind of power, what kind of dark energy should I be preparing myself for? Unironic sci-fi originals. Okay, actually, that's a little bit... I can live with that. Made in that, the 70s? That was my childhood religious awakening. Boy, yeah. That's how you found fucking Cthulhu. Yep. Uh, then we're going to watch, like, the 2000 filmed Broadway version, which I've never seen, but I'm very optimistic about, because I have seen the wigs. Um, oh, God. And they look bad. And then... <laughs> Jesus. We are going to watch... Jesus Christ Superstar Live on NBC, starring a bunch of people. Yeah. And really, it's the definitive Jesus Christ Superstar, because Sarah will just die of some kind of brain aneurysm slash orgasm the second that Ben Daniels waltzes onto screen. Shut up. Okay, actually, he's playing Pilot. Do you know who Pilot is? He, uh... I know him from the Rolling Stones song. Please. D what? Please, elaborate. Made damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his fate. So I'm assuming he's a clean freak, perhaps? Yeah, he's just a real clean boy. No, okay, here's, here's actually what I think I know about Pilot. He ordered Jesus to be executed and then said he washed his hands of it, and then God was like, mm -mm -mm, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that, you nasty boy. <laughs> There's hell in this religion. So if we were to nail down what our <laughs> mission statement is... That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, it's about basically educating myself on, like, I don't know, what, what is the history of mm -hmm. religion? You know, what are, what are, what are its stories? What mm -hmm. are its impacts? What, are the, what is the media that has arisen out of it? Getting a better understanding of its role in culture... I am not personally interested in in finding God. Um, it's it's you're all... personally interested in hiding from God. <laughs> God can find you. Yeah, but he won't. <laughs> <laughs> you're an excellent hider. Uh, I am. I always beat you at hide and seek. <laughs> we we met in high school. We never fucking played hide and seek. We did play hide and seek, Sarah. We were very lame high schoolers. <laughs> God, my, my goal is to see how people have interacted with religion to create media and how that media how it is an, how media itself is an interpretation of religious stories but how also it kind of creates its own thing while also having the chance to dig deep into some theological questions that are interesting to me as well as just the history of it i might never find god but i definitely want to know like what the fucking holy spirit is <laughs> Hey, I thought of a new potential sign-off for us. Okay, Would let's hear Would you like it. to hear it? Mm-hmm. Forgive us our trespasses. Nope. No, no, no. Let's undo <laughs> that one. Okay, goodbye. I love you. We'll work on it more. <laughs> what other Bible quotes? Jesus wept. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, pretty That's good. really good. Okay, well, Jesus wept. Bye-bye. Jesus wept.